Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. everyone, it's Michael with Wedding Videography School in association with Aflatus Shop. I hope you guys are having a great week. I know I am a little bit. I'm still uh, reeling from uh, this coronavirus stuff, but uh, you know, I'm taking it in stride, trying to trying to be a man, man up, provide for my family. <laughs> <laughs> Any way that I know how, through podcasting, the wit. <laughs> The You're world's worst way You're to pro- provide for your family. <laughs> Whatever it takes. What's up, day. Uh, yeah. What's up with you, Adam Bradley? How you doing, man? Hey, man. It's been a good. It's been a good week, bro. It's been. Uh, yeah. I mean, editing as always, but just kind of working on the shop. But honestly, just uh, trying to get some personal stuff in order. We're working on. You know, I don't know why it all worked out this way for us to move, but we're working on a move, and. Uh, yeah, man. Spent some good time on your wedding videography school page. It looks awesome. I even got it memorized, so I got it right this time, man. It's just, uh, yeah, it's been a good week. Man, you know what? I'm That that page is going to change a lot, I think, pretty soon. Yeah. Like drastically. Well, now you got the time, uh, so. Well, now I got the time, and now I've got uh, the energy, and now I've got you to inspire me. <laughs> That's so, what I'm here for, man. W- what else could a guy ask for? <laughs> Not much. Your family doing uh, good? Yeah, man. Um, we're still we're cutting back on all the unnecessary expenses. Um, so uh, we're uh, we're gonna go bare bones here in a little bit. I canceled the uh, YouTube TV membership. Oh, uh, canceling the old. Uh, I all those like subscriptions that you're like, hey, that sounds awesome. You know? Yeah. Like especially. Like I, I'm subscribed to like ten different apps, so I mean not anymore. But <laughs> so I've spent my week just kind of going through the budget and being like, okay, do we need this? Do we need that? No, 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 no. So yeah, uh, I think in the coming weeks I'll be a stay-at-home dad. So that'll be fun. Yeah, we should do uh, this podcast another one all about how you bought all of your gear right before the coronavirus hit. And how you, what do you do with all this gear now? <laughs> Dude, don't even get me started on that. I was talking to Dustin, uh, Dustin S over on the video bros podcast about that. And he, he was making fun of me. So I, uh, I did buy a bunch of gear. I bought four, uh, pocket 4k cameras. I bought cages. I bought memory oh, or like storage and, um, Dude, I was basically prepping for like an incredible 2020. I was like, I'm going to be going out and shooting some doc stuff. I'm going to be shooting weddings. I'm going to be shooting like all sorts of stuff. And um, yeah, so far it's been uh, pretty, pretty dismal. But, um, 
you know, I think we talked about last time, you know, I'm just trying to use this time to catch up on stuff that I've been wanting to do for a while. So it's, yeah. it's all good, man. It's, it's going to turn out okay. So I'm trying not to, not to get too, uh, too worried about it. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully people are staying home and staying safe and, uh, helping flatten out this curve so that this whole thing can bounce back and we can get out and get back to do what we love soon. I, yeah, I don't know about that, man, because I, <laughs> when I look out my window, I see lots of people walking <laughs> their dogs, like dogs I didn't even know they had. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, S- you have a dog? And they're like, well, they don't talk to me, but I'm looking, I'm like, oh, you just never walk your dog. Right. Like, that's kind of messed up. Like, that's the first time the dog has been outside in like <laughs> 10 years. What Are you doing anything to make a little extra money? that's coronavirus related or are you just kind of like chugging along with your normal activity? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I say, you know, for videographers, if they're looking for some encouragement, I think, I think people in a lot of ways are looking for video now more than ever. I mean, not just in the wedding business. I mean, I've had a couple of consults and, uh, you know, brides are asking about video, but they're honestly starting to really prioritize it because they realize that maybe half their guest list is going to be cut in half. And so, um, just really trying to push for video, trying to team up with a couple local guys that also do live streaming, uh, in, in those regards of helping out. But I've, I've, like I said, I think relationships is really is the core foundation of my business. And I think it should be for most people's businesses. So I've been able to kind of reach back to some of those relationships and I'm finding that they're just having little odd and video jobs. Um, you know, if they're asking for a turnaround in a few days, I'm trying to deliver that within, within 24 hours and just trying to be on top of my game for customer service. But, um, yeah, I'm finding that there are, there are a lot of these little projects out there that people are looking for. And if you're willing to have those relationships and conversations, you might not get your full price, um, but you can kind of wiggle and you can still get a little bit of cash, um, to kind of make it through this, this difficult time for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. You know, who's incredible at live streaming? Who's that? Andrew Nice. Oh my gosh. He is like, yeah, he's every, if anyone's in Colorado and they need live streaming, he is the guy to go to. Yeah, Andrew Nice is incredible. You can find him on Instagram uh, at Andrew Nice Video N E A S E, and uh, yeah, man, I I he was so nice to me. I like hit him up like last week and talked to him for like an hour about live streaming, and I was like, I wanted to, I like offered to pay him because I was like, hey man, like you're putting together this live stream plan for me. Let me let me pay you, and he would not accept it. He's like, I love talking about live streaming so much. And, uh, so yeah, if anybody has questions about live streaming, Andrew niece, not only knows everything you could want to know about live streaming or almost everything, probably he probably wouldn't take that much credit because he's too nice of a guy, but, uh, yeah, definitely hit him up on Instagram and make sure you give him a follow. Um, cause yeah, like he answered every single question I had. Well, um, so. he doesn't even, it's not even that he just has legit setup and he, he loves all that technical side of things that I'm not very great at, but he knows like every worst case scenario because he's been doing it so long. It's like he can almost create the internet when there is no internet. It's crazy what he can do. <laughs> yeah. He's a, uh, he's a little live streaming genius that, uh, that Andrew. Yeah. yeah. People call him Andy, right? Do you call him Andy? I call him Andrew. I, I call him Andrew because I just respect him and look up to him so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I call, well, I do too. I, sometimes I call him Mr. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> just like one up right there. 
I so I was reading this article on. Do you read uh, any like blog sites, like uh, news, like videography news sites or anything? No, I have not. Have not recently. Got to confess. Uh, there's like a couple that I'm really into, and one of them is Cinema Five D. Okay. Uh, dot com, as in like you know the Mark Five D by Canon or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they cover all sorts of stuff, and uh, yeah, I I was kind of thumbing through their site because now that I have time to do that kind of thing, uh, and they had this article on like coronavirus lockdown, like five tips to generate income as a filmmaker. Oh, cool. Um, and two of the options, like most of the options I didn't feel like were that great. Cause like, you're not gonna, yeah, I mean, you can generate income, but some of the options they listed were like, become a YouTube star. <laughs> it's like, right. okay. Like that's going to be a little difficult given the time frame that I'm working with here. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, selling stock footage was one. Um, you mentioned stock footage earlier. So that made me think of this. Um, uh, editing for other people is another one. Uh, and P- you know what I forgot about? They There are online contests. So like back when I was working in TV news and I wasn't shooting weddings on the weekend, I was entering video contests. Huh. And you may not know this about me, Adam, but I actually won first place. I won $8,000. What? For sh- f- yeah, for shooting a one-minute uh, fresh pet uh, commercial. No way. Do you know what Fresh Pet is? No, but it sounds amazing. It's like <laughs> it's uh, refrigerated dog food. <laughs> so, like if you if you go to the grocery store or like a Walmart, you could go to the pet food aisle and find refrigerated dog food. It's supposed to be like better ingredients and like healthier and stuff. Wow. It's definitely more expensive, but I made a I made a like a or maybe it was a thirty second ad. It must have been like a 30-second ad. And uh, yeah, man, I did that on one of those online video contest websites and uh, called Tongle, and I made uh, I made 8000 bucks from that. You know, eight, eight grand for 30 seconds, I feel like, did you peak then? Because your price is now. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, man. You know what? Uh, I'm going to move on from that. I'm not even going to give you a... Uh, and hey, I think I'm we should all give I think the you, opportunity. You need to show us this video now is what you need to do. You need to put this on your Instagram page so we can all see this commercial. Uh, I will. I will actually do that. So uh, you guys can go to uh, you can check the show notes because by the time you hear this, there will be show notes and uh, for a link to that video. And you can also find it uh, at Wedding Videography School on Instagram. That's awesome. Oh, boy. Leave it to you, man, to really... Uh, really go after my uh my abilities there you know well you're you're a top-notch guy you can handle it i appreciate it so <laughs> it, is, it is interesting seeing though how many people go from either commercial to weddings or weddings to commercial because i feel like there's such a wide wide genre but i do like your creativity of like thinking about entering contests you know getting out there putting your work out there and there I've, i haven't done any of these recently either but there are a lot of those sites where you can just pick up like little hundred dollar two hundred dollar projects i mean if people have the time and they need stuff to pay for bills i mean they sh- everyone should be jumping on that while they can yeah well I love when you say nice stuff about me, man. I've never been more attracted to you. <laughs> I just I wish we could have a bro hug, man, but coronavirus, you know? Yeah. Well, it's been a while since uh, you've been around, man, so I feel like we should 
we kind of caught people a little bit up on what's going on with you in the last episode, but I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what you're, you know, things that you're doing different now than you were three years ago. Is there anything, you know, maybe it's your style or your gear. Is there anything in particular that you say that you'd say like is way different if you watch a video of yours from three years ago to now? Mm. Yeah, man, three years. I mean, a lot can, a lot can happen in three years. Um, you know, I've always been interested to see, you know, I say, I say again for you and I both like the, the concept of being, um, you know, running a business and running a family, having a family is, is so challenging. And so the last three years for me, I have been a little quiet on the social front, but it's just been, it's just been jam packed with family stuff. And so I'm always curious to know, like, what are other videographers even doing as they're trying to manage one kid, two kid, four kids, whatever it is. I mean, we started homeschooling last year. And so just trying to add a whole, whole new different dynamics, but how do you keep your family healthy while also, you know, making time for your family and not being addicted to work, um, which I think I was when I started, when I started this whole wedding video business. Um, but you know, the last three years I've just learned how to kind of prioritize, I guess I would say is, you know, what's important to me. So people will look at my films differently because I think three years ago, four years ago, you know, you know, when you get started, you kind of want to make things fresh and fancy and you kind of follow some of these trends and use a lot of different overlays. And, and so I think some of my older work would reflect a lot of that, but it really was maybe cover up for the things that I wasn't great at. And so, um, developing Mm. my skills as a storyteller, developing my skills in my audio work, developing my skills and just how I'm using a stabilizer or how I'm, um, you know, working with a couple and encouraging them to, you know, just not just during our portrait sessions, but to find ways that I can draw, um, shots out of them that really evoke emotion and who they are, because I think that's really, really a talent. And so my last three years have been focused, you know, strongly on storytelling and what I tell couples now in my, in my consults is that I don't just want to tell, tell the story of your wedding day. I want to tell the story of you. And so some of my footage will include um, iPhone footage or home footage, or um, sometimes I'll send a GoPro with couples if they're going somewhere cool for their honeymoon. Um, so anything that I can do that really supports that, that core foundation of solid uh, storytelling has really been just kind of my focus and letting some of the other stuff either be sourced out or hired out um, in different ways that I can do what I love and also what I'm great at. Yeah. What, what would you say, you know, when you're filming, what would you say the most important part about what you're doing in that moment? Like when you're at the wedding and you're in the room with the bridesmaids or you're in the room with the groomsmen or you're in the room with all the wedding guests, like what are the things that you're looking for to point your camera at? Yeah. Well, I'd say, cause you and I shot together, what was it? Three months ago, I think now two or three months ago. So fairly recently. Um, but you know, when I walk into a room, my first goal is to, is to actually keep my camera down. And so my goal is to keep my camera down. I'll keep it with me. Uh, but I just want to connect with everyone in the room. So, um, if I'm seeing the bride in person for the first time, if I'm seeing the mothers, I try to, you know, make mental notes of who the family is trying to, you know, make some of the bridesmaids or the groomsmen kind of laugh. And so they feel very comfortable. And so honestly, my goal when I walk into these kind of situations where, 
you know, they're stressed and they're excited and there's just a lot going on. I try to be that person that just comes in and kind of brings like a, like a peace or a calmness to everything that's going on. Um, and so I found that if I can connect with, with the couple, with the bride and groom, with their wedding party and their family first, then, then the camera is just there. It's just kind of a part of me and it's not like this weird obstacle that's in between us. And so, um, so when I go into a room, I'm looking for, I'm looking for lighting. I'm looking for connection. I'm looking for emotion and relationships, but, um, I probably learned from Steve Stanton when, when he picks up his camera, you know, he, you know, first connect with your people. Then you, when you look at your camera, look at the lighting in the room and shoot for lighting first. And if you can shoot for that, you're going to get great stuff. Uh, but then kind of work within the lighting and adjust, getting your camera setting and kind of adjust it accordingly and begin to kind of focus on those key areas. What about you though? What's your process and all that? You think I got a process? <laughs> Well, you're relatable. I mean, people like you and you're not, it's not like you're, I'm actually, I would say, dude, on the wedding day, my style is so much different than yours. Like when we shot that wedding together, or as I would say, as I shot that wedding for you, (laughs) but I watched you, uh, (laughs) I like you were definitely like way more chatty than I am. Like when I show up, I try to be a fly on the wall and let people do kind of do their thing. Yeah. And you kind of like to. And I don't think this is, it's not a bad thing. It's just a different thing, right? You kind of insert yourself a little more into what's going on. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll walk up to somebody and ask them a question or, and I do too. So I do that a little bit, but you do it, which I'd say like three times as much as I do. Yeah. I wouldn't say you're, um, like overly intrusive at all. Yeah. Um, but you do, I could tell that you do try to build, you you definitely go out of your way to make other people feel comfortable around you. Yeah. I think, I think part of that is also just a business strategy because I remember, um, Jared Wilson is a local photographer and he told me that he's, he challenged me. He said, what are couples looking for first and foremost, uh, in a wedding videographer? And I'm thinking like packages and style of video and stuff like that. And, she, and he said, you know, couples are typically asking themselves, do I even want this guy at my wedding? Is this guy, do I even want him there at all? And so, you know, I think trying to make a, a good impression and I found that, you know, there's a lot better videographers out there. There's a lot better, um, there's different styles than even mine, but I found that that relationship is so key to advancing work and bringing in more work because people just enjoy having a solid team um, and especially their videographer who's going to be with them probably more than even their parents are during that whole day. So I do, I do work hard at building those relationship things. Um, yeah. On the wedding day. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting approach, man. And it's, like I said, it's not better or worse. It's, it's just different. You know, uh, I'm a fly on the wall. You're, you're more chatty. Um, but I think at the end of the day, both of our couples walk away feeling like, Hey, we had a good experience. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, it's, it's, um, I like when my couples, you know, when I look at my reviews, people say this all the time or they'll email me after and they'll be like, thank you so much for being there. It was like you weren't even there. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) which (laughs) that's that's what my wife tells me all the time. (laughs) It's like you're not even here. You're emotionally unavailable. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah, well, now I'm distracted by that. Hopefully, that hopefully your kids joke. don't say that, you know, when they graduate. No. They're like, Dad, it's like you weren't even <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> you were just a fly in the wall. <laughs> uh, but I, I like that, man, because people feel like, like, hey, it wasn't this intrusive thing. It wasn't this yeah. thing that made us feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And so... Yeah, it's just two different approaches, and and I think they can both work equally well. And I think a I think a balance of both is good too. Like, I don't think you need to be extreme. Like, because even though you say you're a fly on the wall, I know that you still talk to people and you still, you know, you dress well and things like that that are important. So I don't think you're like extremely just a fly on the wall. Like there is a little bit of engagement, but I think a good balance of being a personable videographer will uh, will. Um, bring the life of your business to go even further. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I, I agree. All right, man. Well, what do you, uh, what do you got going on for the week? You got a big move coming up, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's in a lot of weird ways. The timing of this whole move uh, has been kind of a blessing in disguise, but we're able to kind of uh, capitalize on selling our house kind of at the peak before this thing, the market dips a little bit and we're able to find a great deal in a house. So we've been thinking about moving to Parker, but just with uh with a flatus taking kind of a small hit, uh you know we'll t- with taking a hit and just trying to secure some things down job wise for the next year, it just kind of made sense to move the family. So doing that, but honestly, just super excited about launching uh, the Aflatus shop page with the LUTs coming up and just developing some more creative content. And I'm really excited for that. I mean, you can go on the website now. It's just aflatus.tv. And there's even a couple of free giveaways on there if people want to just start engaging. But uh, yeah, man, I'm excited about these podcasts that we're doing, the the courses that you and I are going to be putting together coming up. But it's just, it's a good time, I think, like you said, even last episode, to really begin to focus on what's important, what's priority for the business. Awesome, man. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to rate and review and, uh, you know, share this with a friend, a friend who hopefully also likes wedding videography. (laughs) Uh, Don't share it with your mom because she's probably not going to be very interested. Um, And don't forget to check out. uh, (laughs) Maybe, maybe send us send send your mom our way. Send your moms Uh, to Michael Ring (laughs) dot. <laughs> uh yeah, well you guys can uh you guys can follow Wedding Videography School at Wedding Videography School on Instagram and uh until next time guys, later. Later. Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company and for good reason uh they are clearly the most creative most unique uh individuals out there and their photography is so creative i can't even begin to describe how creative it is that's how creative it is if you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school, or you're hanging out at home, or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. 
A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide rim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide rim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide rim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event, Make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide burn hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that they just got eight pictures and maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to call those photos later on and, you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get. And they're going to they're going to edit those down into something truly magical, probably um, probably just two eight by tens that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.